0: Sapiophile. Noun. One who is attracted to intelligence. Join us, three fun-loving lovers of knowledge, who are ready to dig into your favorite topics with our very own nerdy diatribes, words of wisdom, and takes on life as millennials. Welcome to the Sapiophiles.
1: One of the topics... um dear listeners, that I have wanted to discuss with my fellow sapiophiles for a while is the idea of participation awards or participation trophies and whether or not we feel positively about them, negatively about them, or kind of somewhere in the middle. Um, And it's something that I literally despised since (laughs) I was a child getting participation trophies. And while I understand the importance of giving, like, little kids, like, I mean, like, four and five-year-old Germans for participation because, like, you know, they're, they're babies, you know, that that's the age group where making sure that you're building their self-esteem is like super important and granted self-esteem is important all through the ages, but really that's, if you look at like education textbook books and psychology and sociology, that's the age where you're really building up their um, confidence to try new things. So that's where, when they're important, but we were in the generation of millennials that I'm sure we've all read articles and seen things about how millennials are entitled and how we think the world owes us everything and I think People a lot of that started with, yeah everybody blames us I think a lot of it started with um this participation trophy culture where no matter what event we did whether it was an athletic event or a music event or some type of academic endeavor we were given certificates and stuff saying like way to go good job yay you and I just hated them. I remember giving my my youngest brother, Aiden, my medals that I got if I didn't get top three, because I was brought up like, you know, silver, sorry, gold, silver, bronze, like the Olympics was, you know, first, second, third place were important. And then when you did like track meets and stuff up to sixth place for ribbons. But after that, it's like, I don't want an award saying I was a participant because I feel like it just encourages people to pursue things that they're not naturally good at. And if we get participation awards, how do we know what our strengths are, and how do we know what things to pursue? So that's my opener for that. I just think that it does more harm than good. After
0: also, we should say we should say Marissa's back. Yes, hi. <laughs> Marissa's been gone for a while, but she's back, and um, that's exciting. We're really excited to have her back. I'm very happy to be back.
1: JoJo's JoJo, JoJo, who, who you met
0: in. um a hi. while ago in the hi. mental health episode. So she um. She's with us today, and she might um, add some thoughts. So, yay, everybody's back. Yes. Yay. I was just going to say that I agree
2: with Kayla on what she was saying with the participation trophy awards. You know, with little kids, I absolutely agree. It's good to, you know, encourage them, say, like, great job for, you know, participating, for trying. But once you get to be older, like grade school, Know, and you're participating in a sport that's competitive, kids need to learn that you're not always going to win at everything, you're going to fail sometimes, and that in- should inspire you to try harder, and you can't always expect to be having a trophy handed to you, just like anything else in life. There's winners, there's losers, and I, I found that, like, nowadays, a lot of games, like, not just sports, but a lot of, like, say, board games or games that they're playing uh, young children are playing are mm. non-competitive. Um, there's no like winners, lo- losers. It's like it teaches a lesson or something. I-, I I don't know. I just, I don't see the point really when it comes to that.
1: Yeah. And I feel like there's we'll- even some people who embrace the participation award mentality so strongly that when you are a competitive person like me, you are sometimes chastised for that. Agree. Like, where people are like oh my god you're too competitive it's like right. no like I understand that I can't be good at everything like if I got a, a, an award for everything I did in gymnastics I never would have known that I wasn't as good as either girls right. and I never would have switched to field ho- sorry not field hockey figure skating which I was accepted that. so like you were amazing <laughs> thank you
3: that's
1: so, great mm-hmm. that's the Caribbean for yeah, jo- JoJo went to all my skate shows. I did, so, I did. Um, no, but I, I never would have made that switch and committed full-time to figure skating if I had known that, if I kept on being told, like, you're awesome, you're awesome, even though I wasn't at gymnastics. I was really bad, except at the uneven bars. You could think I had no fear. I didn't mind flying in the air. Um, but, and like...
2: Also, like, yeah. if, if children are raised this way where they're always handed an award, they think they're fabulous at everything, when they get into the real world, And they realize, oh, wait, maybe I'm not so good at X, Y, and Z. And then they fall flat on their face. Like, we're doing them a disservice. They need to learn early on that they can't be fabulous at everything, that they have to find out their strengths and their weaknesses.
1: Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but you may have a group of kids that are decidedly like, oh, my God, they'll actually get lower self-esteem because they realize that they've never failed before. And when they start failing as adults, they don't know how to handle it. Right, but then you have another class of humans who think that they shouldn't be failing and they're completely adamant against failing, and they're they end up being jerks for lack of a better word because they can't that they're they won't even admit to not being as good as anybody else at something. Like, I know that I'm not as good as my brother Cameron at the sciences, like, he is a phenomenal marine biologist. Um, but I'm better at him when it comes to editing and writing. Um, so like. If, if we didn't realize and recognize those strengths, where would we be? And if I constantly live in a state of mind where I was like, no, I have to be better than everybody in all of these areas, then, you know, what kind of a person am I? I'm basically like a walking, talking human for mean girls, and no one wants that.
0: So there was a study done by Carol Dweck, a okay. psychologist, where she... um gave 400 fifth grade students an easy IQ test, like one that they would do well on. And then she either praised them for being smart or for working hard. Then they had a chance to do another test and they could choose an easy test or a hard test. 67% of the ones who were praised for being smart chose the easy test. 92% of the ones who were praised for working hard chose the hard test. So it's a question of, is it status preservation? Um, what this does to kids, because if you're getting a participation trophy saying you're the best, your emotional ability to deal with not winning goes way down. But if you're given an award for, or just praise, not necessarily an award, praise for how hard you worked or how far you've individually come since the last time you did it, well, then the next time you may still fail. Like you may have gotten like, A five on a test out of a hundred. But if the next time you got 10, you still fail, but you got encouragement for you went up twice as much. So if that's what your, what your identity is, your self identity is someone who works hard and consistently improves. You see that as a win, even though no one gave you a participation trophy for it versus like seeing it as a loss. Um, and it's Mm -hmm. the idea that it's a basic, um, supply and demand kind of issue. When everybody has a trophy, the trophies become meaningless. So not only do the kids who are not actually the winners feel like they're winners, like everybody has one, so they don't feel like they're winners. The actual winners don't value winning. So it actually discourages people who are good at things. Right. (laughs) Because there's nothing about that. Yeah.
1: And that's what I always hated about it. Because I, I remember we had a um a race in town when Joanne and I were kids actually. It was one of those fun runs for Silver Solstice. Oh I hated
2: that um, And it was
1: like um it was like a mile and a half run and I had worked so so hard to um get a certain time for my mile and um and I got fourth place and someone gave me a medal and I was so irritated because like I was I was the first girl to come in but I knew that there were three boys that beat me and if they wanted to do a whole group then I shouldn't get a medal and I remember the person with the medals fighting with me over the fact that like why don't you just take your medal and be happy and I was like because I understand that this medal isn't deserved like if you're doing if you're doing gender brackets then give me a medal I won first place but if you're doing us all as a group then I don't want a medal because I didn't earn it and I'd rather have fourth place and no medal knowing that i did my best and i got my personal best time then fourth place and a medal that isn't really my medal like if i got the same medal as the right. same person that got hundred in first place why do i want that i don't yeah,
2: it's kind of meaningless
1: exactly it's what chelsea was saying it makes everything else meaningless and it's basically like society's way of harrison Bergeroning all mm-hmm. of us
0: i love that reference excellent If you don't know Harrison Bergeron, it's a short story by Kurt Vonnegut about a dystopian future, and you should read it. It's really short and amazing. So, one of the other studies I read talked about attaching superlatives. Instead of just having a participation trophy, attaching superlatives to the different awards. If you feel the need to reward kids for an effort, attaching superlatives to this. And I remember that being something that... um, They did when I was in high school, actually, for, um, I think it was for cheerleading. We had, instead of just getting awards, there were superlatives attached to them, which I thought was more meaningful instead of, like, here's a trophy, you completed the season, it was, like, this is a trophy for the person who gains the most flexibility. This is the, uh, trophy for the most, um, like, the the best team player, like you would do any particular position or whatever. Um, this is the trophy for the person who had the most, um, I, I don't know, like different, I forget what they were in cheerleading. I remember mine was team player because I was like, "Do you want me to fly in this stunt? You want me to base in this stunt? Whatever. Just show me where you want me to be. Mm-hmm. But I remember that one. And I don't remember the other years and they didn't do anything because it's just like, okay, here you go. It's meaningless but the coach actually picked something for each person. And I thought that was more meaningful. So what are your thoughts about that? Attaching superlatives to awards? If you feel the need to award somebody, awarding somebody for like, you've gotten like 50% better than you were last time, instead of like you won, here's your award for like this effort.
2: I would say that I like those better. If, if, Everyone is going to get one, and they're tailoring each award specifically to a person. So in other words, there's no duplicates. Right. Like you won't get the same award as somebody else, and they're not just generic. Like, it's meaningful, mm-hmm. and it's true, and it's accurate. It's not like, oh, well, let's just give Chelsea team spirit because all
0: the other ones are taken up. Like, no, no, no. We're going to give her one that really deserved. I remember, because that one I remember, and that was when I was in high school, and it was like they explained why. Like, they did a speech about each
2: each person. Right. I, I agree with that. I think it's fabulous, and I think that's a confidence booster, and I think it, it, you know, it's, it's a great way to recognize hard work. Totally. Now, what? I, let me ask you guys this. Now, in your high school yearbooks, did they yeah. do superlatives then? But, like, you know, things like who's most popular, yeah. most school spirit, all that crap. See, there, I'm not really a fond, too fond of it. Yes, it's something fun, and meaningless and stupid but it's still like you had a vote and then well you know if then the person didn't get it it was uh, it would just it it kind of
0: created unnecessary drama i think the thing with that was that it was was a vote because it's a vote it creates drama if like the teachers like a panel of teachers picked somebody for each thing i think it would be different it's that all the kids vote so it is a popularity contest instead of like a recognition of merit so right. i think that's interesting I mean, in that
2: sense right.
1: um okay so three things um first thing i guess commenting on the most recent one that marissa put forward i i do remember those superlatives they weren't they were on a separate page in the yearbook for murdoch um but jojo won best best eyes you have um, great eyes jojo. I won most- thank you so thank pretty. you i
0: know they're so pretty your eyes are so pretty
1: yeah. i won most I won most then. musical. Um nice, nice. I, was also Apple, I was also Apple Polisher, which You beat
3: me by two votes, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so upset.
1: But um
3: well, Yeah, I mean
1: We need to tie sure. because yeah. we can tie. Um, but I mean like <laughs> I don't know, like those didn't I mean those I just feel like are like high school traditions and
3: You were pissed about another one though to let that out right it's now. Fine. I should have
1: been most likely to, to succeed.
3: You were. I agree with that. Completely. I agree with I that. Been, you I'm were the valedictorian. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You should have been. There was that. I was upset about not winning most likely to
0: succeed. Um, but you did beat her ass at
3: valedictorian.
1: So you're- yes. <laughs> That's-
3: snaps I- for Kayla. I, I do I-
0: snaps I- now. It's like a habit from doing legally blonde.
1: Thank you. Um, and I had two other things. One, um, I thought like just because I've been doing a lot of road races and everything like half marathons and marathons and everything. Um, yeah. I like what they do in the long distance races where they'll have um, like, when you finish a half marathon or a full marathon, I mean like finishing 13 miles or 26 miles is an accomplishment in and of oh, itself yeah. and not dying. Yeah, yeah. So they give us all like a, a medal for finishing the race, but then they give everybody else a separate award for first, second, third. So like, I was, I'm okay with that, because yeah. it's like, it's like, congratulations, you didn't die running 13 plus right. miles, but you also, yeah. Yeah. like, but they make sure, like, the one I just did in Lubeck, Maine, in Campbell Island, Canada, they gave us medals for finishing, but then they had these beautiful plaques made for first, second, and third for, like, age groups and for, um, like, the first, second, and third place women and man, and, like, it was just, it was, they did a really good job.
3: What I get an award for being dragged across. Line, yes, you know. <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, you would. I really can't. Like, I can't do it. If you know this. You know me. I can't run for shit. <laughs> um,
1: and, and then in the
2: this.
1: Course, okay. And then the superlatives. Chelsea mentioned something about superlatives and cheerleading, and we did the same thing at summer camp. Um, the one thing that I would amend is that, like, yes, within a certain within certain parameters, it is good to make sure everybody has one but at summer camp we didn't always make sure everybody had one there was most valuable like there was like camper of the mm-hmm. year there was most Did you win that every year? I yeah. won camper of the year one year. Yeah. I was uh-huh. so excited. It was such a, I have I still have the trophy. It's so it's so pretty. I was so honored. Like That's I was so excited. For you? I was 16. But see that wasn't a participation
0: um, trophy so it now it's meaningful. Oh. No. So it? Was, but wow. they have,
1: like most con- they had miss congeniality because it was an all girls camp. So they had miss congeniality. They had um they had camper of the year they had most improved camper they had um so like they had things like right. that and not everybody got it but but like they were still superlative awards so I I like that too like in in some cases not everybody needs to get one but there can be multiple awards right. for more than one and category. it recognizes
0: what you actually did not just like here you're here take one of these right exactly and I think that's important um, too that's another thing like as a teacher I try to focus on too like I have students who read very below grade level but instead of saying like you're still reading below grade level I'm like you're 20 points up from where you were in the fall you might still be three years behind your grade level but like you've improved yay hooray
1: yeah and oh my god I have to say like if someone could have gotten like award for like cheering me on and helping me through high school Jojo would have gotten yes Jojo (laughs) I
3: need a damn award for if there's a loud award, I oh should win that every time.
1: <laughs> you should. I love and you. You need
3: that honorary award because I'm just so loud when it comes to, like, anything. I'm loud like, and sassy. La- oh,
0: the sassy award. Mm. I need oh. that. This I could see. be, actually, this could be a wrap-up segment, and we'll talk more after, but this could be a wrap-up segment. What would? What award should you get at this point in life? What's the preliminary award? Oh, I need that
3: sassy AF award like ASAP because I give it to everybody straight, but I put a little bit of humor in it. So it makes them feel good until I leave and then they really start thinking about what i said. <laughs> I know that sounds horrible, but you know,
2: it's funny for the most part. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, I was well, one of the people who like got nominated for most likely to change the world when I was in high school. Like, that was... That
3: was
2: <laughs> That's the best award. And I love it.
3: <laughs> I love it. You this girl, boy. I really to, didn't like that. coming to visit us. Let's do a girls' night for the yes us so you,
2: Yeah.
3: What,
1: Marissa, what award would you give yourself now?
2: Ooh, um. Okay. I feel like that might require a bit of thought.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm thinking, and I'm like, ooh. We could do ones for
2: um, each other. Oh, that might be better.
0: That, yeah. That's easier. That's easier. Yeah, okay. <laughs> easier. Okay. I would say Kayla Cider Spirit Award. Yes!
2: Thank you.
0: I love that's it. That's very you.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: I feel like I, I'm trying to think of like the appropriate, just like tagline or word for it. But if like I were to give you an award, Chelsea, it would be like the like the El Woods Award, the one that I feel like. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> yeah. No, no, and it's not just
3: because you were that in the ninth nice way possible. I, no, I, I, understand I understand that. I understand that because I know
0: the show very well. there's no. another weekend of performances. So. Yeah, no,
1: because because Chelsea is oftentimes like, well, Chelsea's like. For, for the listeners that don't know her she's beautiful like yeah, she's you. like and like and like blonde hair and a lot of people will oftentimes like if chelsea and i are in bars and everything or like somewhere like they'll they'll see her and they just automatically think that she's like all beauty and no brains but that is like she like shocks everybody because she's so smart and I, that's why i think that she should get the elwoods award because she's actually this like awesome like human being that is like brains and like everything total package and like when that hits everybody they're like oh we were such idiots and that's what your award should be. That's so nice. You're welcome.
3: (laughs) I think Chelsea I think you should get the spirit award because you're always so positive. Oh thank you. Especially when other people are going through some shitty situations. Pardon my language. No that's
2: okay. Yeah and maybe like I was also supporting me a lot most friendly because you're very like bubbly and sweet to everybody oh wow
0: you guys are so yeah. nice oh my god I love you guys oh. <laughs> well thank you yeah alright so other awards for you guys um
1: well you gave me mine
0: yeah well for you I would say fighter spirit award because you like never give up and you yeah you work so hard at everything and or like the Everdeen Katniss award Everdeen award Award. <laughs> Okay, let's attach fictional characters to the awards. I love it. Okay, Katniss Everdeen. I Oh, my God. Wait, I need to be included in yes, this. Yes, totally. I really love this. I know, Okay, too. so Katniss Everdeen, fighter spirit, because you also, like, push really hard through um, yeah. everything, and things people tell you you can't do. Like, yeah, how you weren't supposed that... to walk. And, like, yeah, okay, I'm going to run a marathon. See you later. <laughs>
2: you're, you're a badass.
3: And you always volunteer as tribute. Yes! yes. And she's her, but she's Hermione Granger too. Hermione Granger because she's a boss-ass lady. <laughs> she will put people in their place when they need to be put in their place. But come. she also, And then she also loves 110% with her heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. You guys. I love
1: you guys.
0: You guys.
3: You guys. You guys. You
0: guys. All right. We, we didn't do Marissa yet, and JoJo gave herself one, but we can give her one. Okay, so Marissa.
1: I'm trying to think of a fictional character now, but Marissa seems like a very like she fights for what, we, what she believes in and everything, but in like a really intellectual way. So like I'm thinking like Joe March, and a Green Gable. Oh yes, the Joe March awards. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Joe March is so intellectual, and she fights for those that she believes in, and she's a boss. But she uses like she uses her intellect as her greatest weapon and I feel like Marissa you're just so smart and you have so much knowledge about not not just like not just your your realm which is of course like you know politics and everything but just like general life knowledge that and you don't ever make people feel stupid when you're telling them about it you're just imparting knowledge I feel like Joe March is very much like that so and
0: and you have the biggest heart and I love yeah also also on the Joe March thing you're you're honest and you like you like take no shit, which I love, and oh, that, that's thanks. also Joe Mars. Yeah, I love this. It's like build each other up, like snaps for all of us. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> all right,
1: we need to find we need to find a sassy, badass, witty, knows all the movie references character from fiction for JoJo Ooh. because that is who she is. Sassy, um, badass. Someone that,
0: like Veronica Mars. Oh,
2: I've never watched. Really? Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god, watch it, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> they they got me into it. I've seen only season one.
1: Okay, so Veronica the, Mars, um, basically teenage detective. So you know a lot, and you always do. Mm-hmm. You always know. <laughs> I I feel like you would always like, know. Like, like
0: if I need to know what's going
1: on, like Joe would
0: know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love
1: exactly. Her, right. So like yeah, V Mars is smart. She's sassy. She makes like. Random references all the time. She's a badass. She's so a total it.
0: badass, and she's like, cute and tiny yeah. too. She's like, she's not like a badass like that looks like.
3: Oh my god, you said I'm tiny, Chelsea. You are. You're so cute much. and tiny. I love you. I love you too. Love. Well, I feel like we all have really awesome people representing us right now.
1: This is the best group of people. I love you guys, guys. I feel really self actualized right yes.
0: now. Yes, I feel fun. love that. So So, you know, since we gave superlative awards, see how that's more meaningful to all of us? And we didn't all just get you're on a podcast award? Yeah. So yes. we all got a meaningful Good one and we're and it like helps us and now like that's part of your when you get an award, it's part of your identity. So if you get an award just for showing up, then you're the kind of person who just shows up. And but when you get an award for something like really special about you, then that's something you yeah. actively work to cultivate. So like, Kay, hey, like, you would probably, well, not that you don't already, but, like, getting that would make you be like, you're right, I am a fighter, and I'm going to keep fighting. And, like, and, like, Marissa, you know, you would be, you know, you would want to, like, emphasize those those qualities, too. Like, you're right, I, I am like Joe March, and I'm going to keep, like, attempting to be like Joe March. Like, it makes you feel that about yourself, and I think that's why the superlative award is better than the participation trophy, and also, you know what, mm-hmm. if you just show up and participate in life, you're not going to get very far. If you just show up to work and that's it, you just show up, you don't actually do anything to work hard, right. you're not going to have that job very long. But that's yeah, like yeah. a participation exactly. trophy. You just showed up. You didn't do anything. Well, that's yeah. kind
1: of like someone who thinks that if they just show up to the gym, they're going to lose weight. Yes, you have to actually try. Or like, if you just like get dressed for a run and then you decide that you don't want to go for a run and you just sit down and not run, then you're never going to get your personal best trying to run. But like, no, you're right, Chelsea. It's like, if you only, if all you do is participate in life and you don't actively try to improve the world around you and yourself, then you're not going to get anything out of it.
0: Right. So you need a meaningful, sustainable um, idea of yourself. And if your idea is I'm a winner because I show up, that's not meaningful. That's not sustainable. And- it makes it impossible to cope when you're not a winner. Because you're not always going to be a winner. People lose. That's one of our biggest ways that we grow and learn. Like people, people will go through failures in life. You have to. Everyone does. The best people do. So if
1: I, I failed at so many things and it was so good that I did.
0: I still
3: fail. We, we all fail. fail. I
1: think I failed today.
3: <laughs> I failed today because I ate french fries. But. You it
0: but you know what? You enjoyed you said, it and you're going to change it around tomorrow and you're all good. I'll still love myself. So yes. It's okay. Yeah. So when you have something, instead of like, okay, you showed up, you have a word like, this is why I'm important. Then that becomes your identity and your value. And we don't have the supply and demand problem. of uh, They're all meaningless because everybody has the same thing. So that's what I think is really cool about that. I guess last question I had written down. Um, I don't think us right here, I think we're all pretty like successful, awesome, badass women, but as a generation, are we messed up Mm -hmm. from this and what can we do as adults? Like I know we can say, okay, let's not give kids participation trophies anymore, but what can we do? Millennials, adults, what can we do to combat the ways that we might be messed up from always being told you can do anything? I don't
2: think we're messed up. I think it's the generation after us. Because yeah, uh-huh, I, think that's, I agree with uh-huh. that completely. It's um, I think we were probably the last generation who we didn't always get a participation award or trophy for every single activity we did. Yeah, I mean sometimes we did. I remember getting some. I mean, I remember like doing um when I was younger, like you know, maybe five, six, like kindergarten, first grade, I did baton twirling. Cool. And, you know, every year we got a little ribbon and then like a little trophy thing. Um, so I think it just depended, like, on your age and whether or not, if you were doing a sport, if it was, um, like competitive or non-competitive. Like, if you were on a traveling team, odds are, you know, they would play to win and not just to have fun. And if you won your championship game, you'd get a trophy. If you lost, you didn't get anything. You know? Um. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, the, the generation after us, right now yeah i mean
1: i i would agree with marissa and i think that there there's more of a danger in that um i deserve everything mentality in the the newest generation the iGens or generation z um we should do a podcast by the way on the generations
0: yes i Um, actually have some awesome friends who are like 20 years old now
1: and i'm not dissing the the zers at all but i think that because i mean i'm not in a place to to um, downplay the, not downplay, but like basically speak poorly of the generation below me because everybody speaks poorly about the millennials. Um, but, um, but millennials, we are the last generation that we are the last people to play outside to do all this. Like we, we, we segued from, um, having dial up internet to having, um, wireless internet. We went from having, um, landlines to having cell phones, like old school cell phones and everything. So like, and I feel like because we didn't always have everything, everything at our fingertips, even if we had the participation trophies and all of that, we weren't fully immersed in that, like everything I want, I can get in two seconds. Right. Whereas now this generation below us who had the unfortunate downfall of not only having this participation trophy culture, but also having like everything available to them. Bless you. Um, like they could Google something, and it's right there. Whereas, like I remember Joanna and I having to research stuff. In yeah, the, the cards and the, the cards like, and the like
0: Dewey Decimal
1: System yeah. and those little drawers in the library. Um, yeah. So yeah, like it's Arthur Dewey. Decimal. Yeah. So I I do think that I mean the best thing for our generation to do is I think the only way that all of us can really prove everybody wrong is just like say i'm not like that bad but then prove why you're not like that like go out and make sure that you're showing people that you're an individual who can think for themselves who doesn't mind when they fail um and all of that so what can what do you think we yeah. can do
0: no i totally agree with that what do you think we can do to combat um if it has actually like whether you're a millennial or an iGen or whoever you are if you are having a hard time with failure. Like how can we help? Because like, if this had affected you,
1: Um, if we do want to change our mindset, I mean, I think everybody that does the research and everything knows that your brain is a muscle. You have to start working it out and flexing it. Like learning to live with failure is just like learning to do a bicep curl. You have to put the work in and you have to make sure that you are committed to changing your mindset about something so I will leave you with that um because I have got to go but I think it's all about committing to something like it, it can't awesome. just be I'm mean, like I said like you can't just go to the gym and think that you're going to get all the gains um if you're not going to put in the work and it, the what? same thing is it's squat, yeah all the squats, squats so do squats. All the mental, squats. All the men- everybody do all the <laughs> na, 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 na.
0: okay we're really random sorry okay, finish your sentence <laughs> you, do, I love it.
1: do all the mental squats you can like you have to you have to exercise your brain like you exercise your body it's it's all about putting the work in yes. whether you're trying to get a promotion or you're trying to um trying to get a better mile time or you're trying to change your mindset it's all about putting work in if you don't put the work in you're not going to make a make a pro, like make a progress. Jesus a pro. Make progress. So. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But fellow sapiophiles, um, you are awesome and I love all of you. I have to head out, as does JoJo.
0: Love you all. I'll come back guest Good. star again. Yes. JoJo should be a frequent guest star. It makes it adds a yeah. lot to
3: it. I'm all about that life with this. Is. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Love Bye. You,
1: Bye, guys. I'll catch up to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: thank you for joining us this week to discuss participation trophies are you a winner if you are subscribe to our podcast send us a message on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter or shoot us an email at sapiophilespodcast at gmail.com we love to hear from you Have a great week. Stay curious.